The Spanish Announce Table. Tom, it is episode 353 of the Spanish Announce Table, and we've got, uh, once again, a whole crap ton of stuff to talk about. We had Rampage. We had Dynamite's two-year anniversary show. We've had a WWE draft. Those are always interesting. We <laughs> we did some fun indie wrestling viewing uh, and traveling this weekend, and um, and then we had a postponement of a gig. Oh, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about, Tom. How are you, Tom? Great. Dude, how exciting is wrestling right now? Again, we can talk about what we did this week, but the Look, look what I'm wearing. Look at this. Look at it. For people oh watching the YouTube, look at this. I can't you know wait what to talk I got about from, Hangman. Yeah. Oh. You know what I got for my birthday? Look at this. Huh? Oh. It's the oh. Hangman. Guns up, motherfuckers. Fun story. Right Tom there. sends me this video of the toy he just broke. No, uh, it was just the, the action figure. Out. Excuse me. The action yeah. figure that he just broke. And it's the beer mug that <laughs> Hangman's holding. He didn't break it. And when yeah. he sends me this video, it the beer mug looks like it's got beer in it. And as I come over to Tom's house later, there it is with no beer in it. I said, hey, wait a minute. I thought this thing. And he's like, oh, no, no I put. <laughs> yeah, I put, <laughs> put it in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't painted to look like beer in no, there. No, I, I put some put real beer up in this tiny little yeah. action figure mug. Yeah, and then I just took mug. a little shot of it. This you know? action Why mug. Not? Action mugs. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that might be a new episode. By now. the way, action mugs. speaking of mugs, we've got some sweet coffee mugs available for sale. Oh. Love the Zazzle page, which you can find on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Shop I got one. There's always a deal on Zazzle. Every time you go there, they're advertising something you can put in to get 15, 20% off. So even the prices you see, knock a little bit down. And I can... and I can co-sign on how good the coffee mugs are. I have one. I drink out of it every morning uh, before I start my work day. Absolutely Tequila. amazing. Uh, it's a great, great buy. You don't need to know. Okay, don't let the details, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. just know that I drink out of that mug, okay? It, we, it holds need a up. a little bit of privacy, you know, yeah, for our friendship right? to, yeah. to keep going yeah. on here, right? Come We're not on married. Now. Yeah, pump the brakes here, <laughs> yeah, pal. Yeah, pump the brakes, Tony Stewart. All right. Hey, so, but hey, we yeah. did spend uh, a total of eight hours in a car together because before we get into all the fun stuff, let's just get this out of the way right now. We again went to Glory Pro out in St. Louis. Again, for those just listening who aren't aware, we're based in Kansas City metro area. And so we went out to St. Louis and oh my goodness, Tim, bro, what did you think? Yeah, I am going to say this. I told this to our good friend Justin Summers of Wrestling Cheers. Um, check them out. Um, yeah. He's a big indie wrestling fan and has Definitely. been for several years and has always kind of been like, hey, guys, go watch some indie wrestling. WWE sucks When every time we were complaining. And so, admittedly, my indie wrestling, you know, repertoire and, and you know, discography, if you will, is not much to pull from. But I'm going to say this. The two Glory Pro shows I've been to – the best indie wrestling shows I've been to, like just top level, just setting up there. I, the crowd is, I've heard of St. Louis wrestling crowds. I had not been in a St. Louis wrestling crowd until two months ago, yeah. whatever it's been now. And mm-hmm. man, they don't play They're good. They are there to enjoy themselves. And again, glory pro as good as everything's, we're going to talk about everything that went down in there. But before we talk about it, I'm going to put into practice what I preach and I'm going to tell Glory Pro what they should lead with, and I'm going to lead with it. They got $2 beers at these events. Yeah. When was the last time you got a $2 beer anyway? Tom, you could go to a liquor store and get a beer for more than $2. Yeah. 
I think I was probably 14 last time I got a $2 beer. <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mm. uh, Glory Pro, such a great time. So uh, we get there to enjoy Glory Pro. Uh, Little Ring of Horrors was the name of the yes. show. It was a Halloween themed. Mm -hmm. And we got all the fun people here. Oh. So first off, we got to meet. Uh, we showed up a little late, which I didn't think we were late, but... We were late. Um, we got a private. You didn't think we were late, but we were late. Well, according to them, but like I. Doors had not... opened. But... Doors had opened, but the event hadn't started. So like, come on, right? Anyhow, that's just semantics. Uh, but we got a private meet and greet with Minoru Suzuki. Super nice guy. Very gracious with his time. It was kind of in a weird area of the of the venue where there was like some old school video games and stuff behind us. Uh, but he yeah, I think signed. it was kind of like their staging area there. Yeah, but he signed for me an eight by ten, so I have that going up on my uh, wall of pictures. Uh, then I got a picture with him, shook his hand. You got to say hi to him. It was a fantastic time. What yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. Um. That too, right? Like so. Uh, the hospitality, even though they had already kind of like ended that, they went, oh, you, oh, they were like, oh yeah, Spanish announce table guys, hey, you had already paid for this. They're like, absolutely, we're going to get this in. Come on. Uh, walked you back, like we said to, you know, like he'd already done and, you know, no qualms from him either. He didn't act annoyed or, yep. or anything like that. Very um, nice. And then, and, I mean, oh, just from yeah, there so on. Let's talk about that. Well, yeah. hold on. Let's talk about that. So for as nice of a man as he was in this meet and greet, and he was good Christ he tried to chop Davy Richards' heart out of his body. So my instant thought when I when I hear I'm like, oh, we got Davy Richards versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. We're gonna have a brutal fight, right? And whew. and they did, but they also sprinkled in moments of like comedy and just like got the crowd into it. Well, it was a masterclass on how to involve the crowd from both of these guys look we have yeah. never been one to sing the high praises of davy richards um uh, but we're not trying to shit on the guy either we've we've uh, had other people do that to us mm -hmm. you know what i mean so we've uh, never just really thought much of him but um, we've seen him here twice he's put on an amazing show and this match here man he knew how to work that crowd he knew how to play his role perfectly in this and he was intense he wasn't pulling up lame Oh, um, neither was Suzuki. Suzuki. No. And neither was Suzuki. And he's doing this American tour where we've already seen him in AEW going through hell and high water with Moxley and Eddie Kingston. And here he is with Davey Richards. It's just brutality across the oh. country, which is just amazing. And again, he's going through uh, a, a American loop. If he even comes close to your town again, we drove four hours uh, there and then four hours back. It's worth your time. Oh, if, yeah. If it's in that radius, I would recommend highly go to that show if it, Minoru Suzuki is there. Definitely if you're anywhere so near great. St. Louis, make sure you hit a Glory Pro show. Man. Well, Glory Pro, yes, but I'm saying because Suzuki, but I don't Suzuki, think he's going to be. No. Yeah. You're not going to get brutality. too many chances if he's here yeah. now, but I'm saying both of these. And then we also saw Danhausen. Oh, how side? much fun was that? Danhausen oh. is a great fun character. You're cursed. Which, by the way, look at this. Uh, I was doing some more research on him. I'll show this to the camera. Uh, you know he has coffee? No. Look at that. Yeah, I'm getting his coffee. Nice. I know. I can't wait to have it. Uh, very caffeinated. Very evil. He's such a nice guy. And uh, his match was really fun. He does a great job of, you know, it's very similar to Orange Cassidy in the sense of it's a comedy act, but it's not just 
comedy hold to comedy hold to comedy hold. It's a comedy, right? There's some, you're cursed, right? And teeth going down the guy's throat. But we're going to get deep arm drags and jumps over the top rope and, you know, good chain wrestling as well. So for as good of a wrestler he is, he's also just as funny. Uh, Got to meet him as well. Got a picture with him, which was fantastic. Uh, He was great. Fred Yehi was uh, so good. He's just a yeah a coke uh, machine with legs and arms i mean jake he's so something thick and mike jake outlaw something. have a great feud that's been going on and jake something is whoo and mike outlaw because oh, yeah. again jake out Al- jake something is twice the size of matt mike outlaw and that's everybody not, and, i mean yeah. right that's what i'm saying that's not to say that mike outlaw is a small man and outlaw takes it and gives it right back to him and it is very impressive very fun and then we got that multi-man tag match with Effie yep. and um, Dan the Dad and multiple other Effie guys. with Internet Championship in hand. Ha! Showed up with it. And so let's take this conversation. Oh, um, oh. Uh, I want to give one shout-out, too, to Halal Beefcake. That's a great tag team. Yes. That. that was fun gimmick. Yes. And um, – uh, what was it called? Difficulties? Um, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Oh. So much fun again. Uh, the, the official tag team of the Spanish announce table. We've never even had them on the show. I but mean, they the, are. The Regal they Twins, are. listen, we love, love you. Right? But, like, but you're not technical you don't know the yeah. technical difficulties folklore of the Spanish announce table. Yeah. Mm. Cosign. There you are. <laughs> Stamp of approval. Technical difficulties. <laughs> our tag team for yeah, the podcast. But Glory Pro. Can't say enough about that. But, man, I, and most of the people watching us right now probably want to, you know, hear our thoughts on everything else, but. Well, one thing I do want to talk about real mm-hmm. quick before we do get into tweets tables, because it is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Effie and his oh, yeah. internet cha- internet championship tomorrow night. Again, we're doing a special oh, yeah. recording on Friday night, but tomorrow night, GCW headlined by two major matches for the GCW heavyweight championship. John Moxley oh, versus Nick fucking gauge. Mm-hmm. And then. Effie versus Matt Cardona. So that is worth your time to make sure you're checking that out tomorrow night. Who almost dies in this match? Moxley and Gage. Oh, both of them. I would not, do not be shocked if there is a light tube and some, let's say Moxley gets up to the top row to do an elbow and uh, Nick Gage puts the light tube in front and it stabs him in the throat and John Moxley in the throat and they're both dead. Don't be shocked yeah, if that happens. Both I hope it don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that to happen. I'll be surprised in the slightest. But geez, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will. I will be sad, but kind of expected because these guys are going to hell tomorrow night. It's going to be great. But oh, it's going to be. Great. Let's do it. That is going to be. Let's great. get into it. Let's get into so, yeah. hashtag tweet hashtag tweet the, the table, table because everybody's going to come out telling you what they thought. Every podcast you watch, every YouTube show you watch, they're going to tell you what they thought. We're not going to do that to you. We don't. You. We want to hear what you have to say, right? Let's hear what you thought about the week of pro wrestling first. And the way we do that is by you using hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. You go on there while you're watching the shows, whenever you think, eh, maybe John Moxley should stab a guy. You type that out real quick. Hashtag tweet the table. And we're going to read them right here, right now. <laughs> Shout out Booker T. All right, let's start with at AUC Cata says, 
TBS championship looks so much better than the AEW Women's Championship. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And wow, well, it was so much that we're going to get into with AEW Dynamite's two-year anniversary show. However, let's talk about this. Let's talk Is about it better? this. <laughs> let's talk about this TBS championship. Okay, so before we get into the faux pas, so little teaser, right? Stay tuned for what we're laughing about. If you haven't caught on yet. <clears throat> The, the idea of these TNT championship, the TBS championship, I get they didn't know they were going to TBS when they made a TNT championship. And to me, okay, so you used to have a TV championship. You know, nowadays we brand everything. Sure, I get it. The name has never really bothered me, right? And so thereby the logo made sense because you're branding again. And you're like, okay, so TBS, here. Now the faux pas of that is this TBS logo, <laughs> which I'd never noticed before. Well, you just got to tilt it up. If you just tilt the title up, you're going to see it. And, and tell, them, tell them what you see, Tim. So, yeah, I, I, gosh, I, we should have had a, a little graphic here. But this TBS logo, apparently the font makes it look like the word hose. And it kind of does. does. And so now we've got in the women's division that they announced this TBS, which I thought was a great move, right? Oh, yeah, cool. So now we put it in the women's division. Fabulous. Fantastic. Love it. But it says hose on it. It, it says does. hose. And, it's the hose and, title. And as soon as you see it, you can't unsee it. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing I see now. Yeah, because I didn't see it initially, and then you brought it to my attention. I And even when you brought it to my attention, I was like, what are you talking about? And then you're so, like, I saw look the at tweet. it again. I saw the I tweet, like, and I was geez. like, I don't get what this asshole's saying. And yeah. I flung it by. And then a buddy Todd, Todd Countryman, shout out to Todd Countryman, uh, yeah. sends me the same tweet. And I'm like, yeah, I don't get And then I like look at the picture again, and I was like, oh, hoes uh <laughs> i was like oh no here we are this is real this is not a good deal and you can't be remember they already had to like do a second tnt championship because they couldn't get the first one done right because of like well it was they early get it coronavirus done. yeah and, and they couldn't, couldn't get materials yeah, so like materials. you can't you can't now like change the tbs title and, and that's their logo well you I can't mean- <laughs> this is what you do because because the issue is the t the way it's curved and then it's not completed uh, with the yeah. lot the, with a strike through. Yeah. You just got to put the strike on the other side. And I get it, right? That's not the TBS logo, but who cares? You got to put a full strike through the T to make sure that we're not always seeing that because it ain't, it ain't good, especially for a women's championship. Yeah. Now, just saying. Shout out uh, Kata for using hashtag tweet the table. Uh, I agree. That women's title in AW is not my favorite looking title. Um, I'll give you it that. Feels- it feels like a throwback to an NWA championship. It does, yeah. It feels like something I might have seen maybe on the, you know, um, NWA Power. Uh, who was the WWE one? The um, Fabulous Moolah. Yeah, uh, it feels like something she would have wore. May Young, one of those yeah. titles. Yeah, uh, I think if you are going to rebrand the championship, though, I think the perfect person to do that right now would be Britt Baker. Her mm-hmm. character would say. I'm a bigger star. This little title transcend this. Yeah. Is not worth my time. If that championship's bigger than mine, I talked to Tony and I got us a new title. Whatever the, you know, 10th, 15th defense, whatever it is. Right. Like she just Mm -hmm. got, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Time to change things. I can see. Cause you know, we, we, we had that uh, announcement of the tournament. Uh, some of the participants, right. Ruby Soho, Jade Cargill, uh, some other uh, Thunder Rosa uh, and some other ladies were involved in the, are going to be involved in this tournament. I think 
if you look at it from an outsider's perspective, it seems like Jade Cargill is made to win this tournament. Yes. And maybe, right? But then if you do a little bit more critical thinking, I don't know if they want to have two heel champions for their women's division and then... Well, because Miro just dropped the t title recently, but before that, it was two heel champions in the men's division. Now we got Sammy Guevara, so we've switched it up to babyface. But nonetheless, you got to have a little bit of uh, heroes as your champions, right? Yeah. And so I would think, and again, I don't think it matches with my storyline because I want it this way, but I think early odds on favorite, I think Thunder Rosa will be your first TBS champion. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Right. But if but if Thunder Rosa has a bigger belt than Britt Baker, again, that goes back to Britt Baker saying like, nah, 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 I'm getting a new title. Because they're going to see the championships, right? They're going to hold it up and do the like comparison thing. And Britt Baker's is going to look like a little tinny, you know, a little penny there. Yeah. And Thunder Rosa is going to look like hose. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's go out to at B underscore Sheck says this is in response to a john moxley video from last week's tweet the table that we put hey out. awesome he says in aw he's able to be the man he wants to be in his time with wwe dean ambrose john moxley had to fit the vince mold he's able to be the destructive wrestler we've all known deep down hashtag tweet the table and uh yeah i uh, man, I tell you, so Moxley, again, he, the, the promo he gives on Dynamite, right, where he throws in these, like, anything, I've got a three-month-old daughter home. She's insane, <laughs> right, like where he just throws these things out of nuts. It's going great. He's getting the crowd response. And then, you know, the hangman thing happens, and we start getting the people going, nuh-uh, no, no, boo this, man. <laughs> it's almost like what happened to Roman with the Daniel Bryan thing. We were like, no, 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 no. Or no, it was Ray, right? Ray Mysterio yeah. got the worst of that, right? Where yeah. we were like, oh, yeah, no, we don't hate you, but, man, like, fuck Daniel this. Bryan. Do yeah. not do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. And, I, and I agree to, to a certain uh, res respect to that tweet. Mm -hmm. I think – I do think it is a little bit spot on because, yeah, Vince is saying – you got to be my version of this character. But I also think, you know, AEW serves a different audience than the WWE crowd. And I think definitely during the Dean Ambrose period, it was way more into that family friendly kind of gimmicks that they were going into. And then, and John Moxley just doesn't exist in that world. And so where a lot of the disconnect happened with the Dean Ambrose character is, uh, I don't want to see you, so I'm getting my flu shot. Or, oh, I'm coming out with a, a hot dog cart. Isn't this great? And it's like, no, it's not. But then you go to John Moxley, and as you mentioned, I got a three-month-old. That's crazy. And, you know, uh, telling Eddie Kingston not to steal the shoes when they jump on the Young Bucks uh, van. You know, like things like that. It's funny, right? That's more relatable, and that's a better character than the Dean Ambrose character. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and uh, before we move on to the next week the table, I'm going to cheat a little bit because we talked about Ooh. Moxley, and he was in this match, and because all the rest of the tweet tables are about WWE. So before we move on to that, I want to talk about the biggest AEW Dynamite thing, and then we'll circle back oh, to the rest of AEW Yeah, Dynamite. we'll get to WWE in a second. And it's Let's... the fucking Hangman. It's the goddamn Hangman! Ugh. Oh, God dang it, Tim. I sent you a message. And <laughs> and here's another thing that I want to point oh. out. And hopefully he got paid for it because it seemed like a really nice move with no payoff for him. But leading into this match, you had Buddy Murphy on social media 
tweeting out a joker. Yeah, I think they pay people for this because um, somebody else did this recently. Who is Kurt Angle has done a few of these. Yeah, Kurt Angle has uh, done you know a few. I mean? But people Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle likes yeah, yeah. the attention, though. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, sure. But I think there's been a couple other times where it's always been like, oh, man, it could be any one of these couple people. And, and multiple of them have been, like, dropping hints. I'm like, hey, I, I yeah. think you're right. I think they may be like, hey, do us a solid. Here's a, here's a couple it, Or grand. maybe he's signed and he's going to be debuting later. But yeah. Buddy Murphy was doing the whole – you know, look over here while we do the, you know, Oh, he's giving like Heath Ledger Joker lines. Yeah, he was doing that. And so going into it, I think both you and I, because we don't read the dirt sheets and maybe it was reported that Hangman was there earlier, whatever, right? But we don't read that stuff. So just reading Twitter, you're like, I like Buddy Murphy, but yeah, right? And so yeah. I sent you a message and I was like, because you were like, who is it going to be? You know, and I was, I, didn't you say like Shane? I like, Shane like, McMahon's <laughs> going to be the. <laughs> yeah. So then that got me thinking, and I was like, you know what, who I really want it to be? I was like, I want it to be Hangman. And I was like, I'll freak the fuck out, Tim, if it happens. And good night. I almost shit my pants. I was so happy that it was Hangman Adam. Page. So when his music hit, I, it like, boom, it, boom, it boom. took me a second to like process nope. that I was yeah. like, and I was like, okay, I was because we're so trained in WWE to think like, when's the other shoe gonna drop, right? Whatever mm -hmm, it is, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, okay, but is he gonna win? And then I was like, wait a minute, they didn't do all this for him not to have it, not have him win. And I just texted you, I was like, oh, this is happening. And yeah. so like everything that happened following, and I even when I referenced John Moxley getting booed. It's what I felt at the time too. Like when Moxie started coming, I was like, no, 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 right? And Not like, right now. Not right then, now. Later. Then they, then they moved on. And then the spot at the end again, and I was like, no. And credit to Moxley too for just kind of like giving up and just falling off. Like it wasn't like an over dramatic. It was just like, you got me. And then just fucking yeah. fell. Yeah. yeah like, got, took a right hand to the mm -hmm. temple and was like, well, yeah, I guess it took I'm him a done. second to be like, yeah, that was fucking good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fell. Loved it. And then Hangman, like, taking a second to kind of figure it out and everything. And I literally jumped off the couch and, like, Loved jumped it. like my team had scored a fucking touchdown. Hangman is that and, fucking dude. And the whole match before the reveal was really good. You started it oh, off yeah. with uh, Orange Cassidy and Pac, who've had a long rivalry dating back to the start of this promotion. They're going, you know hundred miles an hour trying to put every move in before the next guy gets in. So they kicked off such a high level talented match. And I will tell you though, I was nervous with one spot because when hangman comes out, right? He does that move. The, the, where he puts Pac on his back and jumps off the yeah. ladder. I thought he broke his fucking knee. Yeah. I, yeah. And I was like, Hey man, why'd you guys do that? Yeah, that was and Pac's not right now. Neck. Right, like, yeah, it was just because again that could have happened, right? He just right. blows out his knee, and now what are so we gonna do? I am gonna shit on a detail here. Okay, the structure of the match. Don't make them eligible to get the thing until everybody's in, because I don't believe for one second that we're not getting to the Joker, who's the fucking unknown. You're gonna tell me that like you build a match move where you're like, all right, listen. We hired a special name that we're not going to display and like, oh, the match could end before he even fucking hits the stage. No, you're not going to do that, right? You're not because like what if you had signed Bray Wyatt and we're like, this is going to be great. And then like Lance Archer just beat everybody yeah. and got the thing before. Like, no, you make all 
people in before you're eligible to get it down. You don't need the ladder now, spots until then. Right. Now, if you use this match without a joker in the future, yes, I think fine. we could have fun Perfect. here, right? Because yep. yes. you could stack the deck. Let's just say there's another match of this in three months, right? After full gear, because it seems like they have a tournament for full gear. So I don't know if Hangman's going to actually take his opportunity then, right? So after we get done with full gear, let's say we do another match like this and Kenny Omega stacks the deck. So it's Hangman versus Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Kenny Omega. And, you know, you got to put in some baby faces. So Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara, let's just say it's that, right? But Nick and Matt Jackson come in and before Hangman can even get to the match, the Young Bucks help Kenny Omega to win the match. Ha ha, Young Buck, or ha ha, Kenny, or uh, excuse me, uh, Adam, you didn't get your shot. Like, you could do yeah. that. That would be so fun. So there is that. But then, like, so what bugged me was, right, Hangman's coming out. He's doing his thing. And I think Lance Archer's standing there waiting for him. I'm like, no, why didn't you just run up and get, you know, whoever because well, you was, don't know. Because, right? again, <laughs> Uh, as the graphic said, uh, Hangman finally showed up to work, so you don't know how he is, right? Like, he could be, you know, pissed yeah. off and gonna kick your ass, He's so just let him beat up too. Oh, you mean run up and get, the... up and get that? Yeah, I mean, that's pro wrestling, though, right? God. That's like, remember the uh, money in the bank when... Yeah. Who was it? It was, it was some baby face that, like, we kind of thought we should have him win the money in the bank. I don't think it was Kofi Kingston. No, it was. I think it was maybe Kofi Kingston, someone like that. And they go to climb up. No, no, no. It was Mustafa Ali, and Mustafa Ali goes up, and he's touching the money yeah, in the bank briefcase. Yeah, he was on fire, and then got hurt, and then it was Kofi. Well, no, no, no. This is the money in the bank match that right. I'm talking about, where Mustafa Ali gets to the ladder. He's touching the money in the bank. Brock Lesnar's music hits, and he waits for him, and then Brock Lesnar throws him off, and it's like you could have just took it. Why didn't you just take it off? Just right. take it, you know. Here's one thing I will argue with you about, though, just a bit, is, yes, I understand breaking kayfabe, what the fuck, right? You have a joker, but we're we're really not going to show him, right? Right. But if we're in the world, it seems silly that, like, Orange Cassidy, let's just say, hits the orange fight? punch. Yeah. Well, though, that he hits Pac with the, the orange punch, and then he just stands there and is like, well, it'd be cool if I could grab it, but I guess I gotta wait. Like, you know what you I know mean? You know what you could do? You could eliminate folks so he could like pin whomever and then he's out and then nobody's eligible to get to ladder until all participants have like come through. But like if you got if you fucking tapped or got pinned before then, you're now you're now eliminated from the match. Ooh, I like that. That would be a cool detail. I like it. Right. Hashtag hire. So Tim. like he hits the orange punch and then he's like, oh, I can't go get it yet, but I can fucking pin the guy. And then Pac is just in the match, but Duh, he can't right. do shit. He's out. Right. He can't. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Well, that. no, he's just like, like, you know, whoever got pinned is out. Right. Oh, you mean like roll out to the ring? Yeah. You're done. You're done. Oh. You're fucking go back, take a shower, like bum. It. Yeah. Fuck out of here. You're out. That's a good detail. Hashtag right. hire Tim, as right. I said. There you go. Right. That's your benefit for still fighting early, right? You're trying to fucking mm -hmm. get somebody off the fucking mm -hmm. out of the competition. Mm -hmm. Until that Joker shows up. All right, let's get back into the tweet tables. Now we're back to talking what you want to talk about. We're the voice of the voices. We're the fucking podcast. Hold on, we should we? Hold on, hold <laughs> on, hold on, hold on. Should we? Let, let's go through some things here because I'm not ready to get angry. I'm such, I'm on such a high right now. Uh, I don't want to get angry yet. 
There's a lot uh, of them too. There's a whole oh, fucking lot of them. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get mad. Let's talk about how the the show kicked off. We had an eight man tag match. We had the elite Kenny Omega, Adam Adam Cole, the Young Bucks versus Brian Danielson, uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. Mm -hmm. Wow, this was a lot of action. I do get a little bit nervous about someone who I think has fallen down the card, and that's Christian Cage. Now he is the Impact Champion, so he can go over to Impact and you know light it up uh, as far as a feud to keep him busy over there, kind of like John Moxley was or is doing right now with GCW, right? Like John Moxley's not really doing anything in AEW because he's fighting Nick Cage tomorrow night. So Christian Cage can do that, but it felt like the elite were zeroing well, in on Jungle Boy. And uh, geez, are we sure Christian's okay after that massive, uh, uh, you know, blow to the top of the head that drove his neck into the pavement there, where he was shaking on the ground? I don't know if he caught that botch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, he did, yeah. A, he did the McMahon shake. Yeah, when his head didn't even hit the floor. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and you don't so, get take twos, but yeah. um, you know, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I noticed that too about Christian Cage. We talked about people may slide down the card, and if it's going to be anybody, well, then fucking it should be Christian Cage, right? Like, I'm okay um, with it, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the older guys, you know, hey, move on, right? So this though brings up something as you review the card, right? So now we know that Hangman got the casino chip and he's the guy and it looks like again they announced tonight on rampage which we'll get to in just a second that there's going to be a uh tournament to crown the number one contender for full gear so again if you're if logically you would say well hangman's not going to choose to do it then right so yeah. whoever that's going to be unless he gets it before maybe he gets it before right they do another special aw named event but what what does brian danielson do right where does this lead leave him i don't know what brian danielson does other than <clears throat> here's what's gonna happen okay uh hangman's gonna get that title he's gonna beat kenny omega right we know that right hangman is gonna be the champ god damn it cowboy shit and he's gonna have that belt he's gonna beat Brian Danielson in a match defending it. He's going to beat CM Punk in a match defending it, right? He's going to have a little okay. bit of a run, right? He's going okay. to beat three, four, five, six guys maybe until he loses that title to somebody who's better than you and you know it. No. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here, yeah. Tim. Book it. Write it down. No. Write it down. No. Yep. No. I mean, I'm not saying he won't be a champion. He will be a champion. He's not beating Hangman. Yes. He's going to no. screw him over. He's going to fuck him over. You know who's going to. No, that's a great story. I like that, but you're wrong. Mm. Um, this is what happens. Mm. Let's play a little fun fantasy booking. This is how it goes down. You get wherever that match takes place. Let's. I think it's going to happen after full gear. I think it's going to happen next year. I think we're going to get through this calendar year. 2022. We're going to TBS. The big splash at TBS is a title match between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. That feels like they would do that, right? That's then when we get the payoff of Hangman oh, I would love Kenny it Omega. if it's Kenny Omega finding ways to stall. So first time it's like, hey, listen, man, you know, I got the full gear thing, can't do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That's and then the so next sorry. time it's like, oh, man, this shit happened, you know what I mean? Like, right, oh, and then Tony Khan puts his feet to the fire. <laughs> right, but, Kenny, uh, but Tony Khan puts his feet to the fire. You're going to defend it on our debut episode at on TBS. Blah, right there. Kenny Omega loses the championship to Hangman Adam Page. Boom, 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 boom. 
He's going to lose it, though, to Adam Cole, baby, mm. right? They were old friends in the elite. Then you have uh, this friendship. Are we friends? But now we're not because you're friends with those guys and I'm not friends with those guys. And then Hangman wins the championship. And that's then where we get Hangman gets screwed over by the elite. He's the babyface. Kenny Omega is now chasing him. And then we got Hangman still hanging around there too. That's what's going to happen. Because Adam Cole, they keep talking about he's the number one metal song, which that song isn't metal. Uh, and he's he is getting the loudest reactions. Uh, like when everyone screams that fucking phrase every single time. It's fun, but they're going to put the championship on him sooner rather than later. I think... I talked about, you know, Brian Danielson, where does he go? I think while we, you know, slow burn his championship run that will happen probably next year, I think it's Brian Danielson, Adam Cole. That's a fun matchup that'll put on, put you on or put it on yeah. Uh, full gear. Yeah, Adam Cole's just another one where I'm like, yeah, you know, great. He's good wrestler, he's fine. But I, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, in the crowd. I love him. that entrance. I, no, I love, love that entrance. entrance. Yeah, the entrance. He's got charisma. He's four foot two and ninety five pounds. He's 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 actually fun fact. He's smaller than Riho. Didn't know if you knew that. He is smaller than Riho. He's got but charisma. He's, I will agree oh. with you, but he doesn't got one where where I feel like I'm like I, I don't care. I just got to see what he's doing. Right? Like he's a guy where if like you walked in the room, you're like that guy's cool, man. I wonder what that guy is fucking doing. You know? But like he's not one where I'm like. I got to fucking hang on every word this guy says. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? So I just, I, you know, yeah. I think I disagree though. Really? I think he does. Yeah. I, mm. Look, when he was the North American champion and he was having matches with Ricochet and doing ladder matches with Velveteen Dream and all that shit, I was into it 100%. I loved it. It was great. Now, let's talk about the next match because it does deal with Adam Cole. Look at that. Transition. We had the TNT Championship match between champion Sammy Guevara and now the newest signee, Bobby Fish, which, if you remember, there was a faction in NXT called the Undisputed Era, and that had Bobby Fish and Adam yeah. Cole. They got to bump into each other. What happens then? This is huh? another signing that I'm a little baffled by because I'm like, I don't know what we do with Bobby Fish. I also don't think Bobby Fish is a guy. He's he's. He's almost Roderick Strong-like for me, where I'm like, you get him in the match, man, everything's great. Everything but before man, and after, yeah, yeah. Getting us there is just kind of like, man. I think, I think with him, and this is uh, maybe a little bit of uh, insider information, but when Anthony was trying out for Evolve, Bobby Fish was heavily involved with the training of students at evolve mm -hmm. at least when they were on the east coast and he had dates available right so maybe it's he transitions to an adam bloom right he does a couple matches he gets a fun spot with adam cole something like that and then we just fade him to the black or fade him to to the back and that's then when he becomes a coach or or we see the reuniting of a uh, red rag at some point well kyle riley's not leaving <laughs> Well, I mean, he may. Uh, right? Everybody's <laughs> fucking leaving, Tom. Everybody's going. The moment they get that window of opportunity, everybody's like, mm. Yeah, I want to go over there. They're having fun. Yeah. But um, I agree with you as far as an on-screen character. I didn't necessarily care post-Undisputed Era what Bobby Fish was doing, so I don't know if I'm going to care this time around. So 
Hey, look, Sammy Guerrero, I don't know though, that got I cared a whole lot about what Bobby Fish was doing, even over in the NXT side of things. But I mean, he, he did miss a bunch of time, so I mean, maybe he yeah. didn't get a good foothold there. Right, but post match we get Sammy Guevara wins the match, and then Dan Lambert and American Top Team come out, and they start beating up on Sammy, which brings out Inner Circle, Jake Hager and Chris Jericho, which they they already had a feud with. I like that. That's good storytelling, right? You already had a feud with Jake Hager and Chris Jericho and Men of the Year. Now Men of the Year, but Scorpio Sky specifically is like, I want that TNT Championship. Oh, by the way, that guy's an inner circle member too. And now we have this neat package where we're going to have a tag team match and it's the inner circle versus men of the year. And I can't get over this yet. My favorite heavyweight in MMA of all time, Junior Dos Santos. Why? Guys, just make him the muscle outside the ring and have him stare at Jake Hager. He's not going to do good. (laughs) He's too nice. He will knock your head off in a fight, right? 100%. There's footage out there. Go YouTube it, right? But he's not going to really hurt these guys. He's a nice person. So it's not going to look good. Yeah. I I, I do got something, though, that we could do. Hmm. You want to hear it? Let's get through. Let's grit our teeth and grind our teeth to get through this match, right? And inner circle wins. But. You have a stare down between Jake Hager and Junior Dos Santos, which turns into an actual MMA fight in Bellator where it's Junior Dos Santos versus Jake Hager. Huh? I'm into that. Jake Hager's going to get us ever loving ass whooped, isn't he? I don't know. Like, he's a Division I wrestler at Man. Oklahoma. That has some weight to it. And Junior Dos Santos, although he can take a punch, I don't know how many more punches he could take and anything can happen. Heavyweight fighting is the best and the worst, right? Like it's the weirdest thing in the world. So I don't know, but wouldn't that be fun? A pro wrestling angle turns into a real MMA fight. Ah, yeah, it's like we're in Japan. The other way around. Yeah. Love it. Can't wait. Book it. Book it. All right. Then what do we get? We get Darby Allen. That's okay. Uh, Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida. Ooh, Serena Deeb aims to kill somebody every time she wrestles. And this is, again, where we've been conditioned by WWE and Vince McMahon that when there's a trophy, the person that should be getting the trophy will get the trophy, right? So they brought out the 50-win thing, a uh, little uh, monument or whatever it was, a glass whatever, um, for Sheeta. So once she gets her 50 wins, ah, she gets a great moment to hold it up because Jungle Boy got that, right? So it would make sense that Sheeta would get it. Fuck no, Tim. Serena Deeb says, I'm not going to be your Huckleberry. You can go fuck yourself. I'm making you tap. She made her tap. Didn't <laughs> yeah. pin her. Made her tap. Woo. What'd you think of this match? <laughs> I love every Serena Deeb match I've seen like since this AW thing started, and she is just, it's believable. Looks like she's pissed off and ready to hurt somebody, and I love the touch of her being like, fuck this trophy, and mm-hmm. just destroying yeah. it. On on Sheeta's head, post-match, yeah. she then takes it and is like, here's your fucking 50 wins. Ah, oh, loved it. She was named uh, AW Wrestler of the Week. She uh, 
put a tweet out about it. And she's like, wrestler of the week, baddest bitch in the room or something like that. And Sheeta still has 49 wins. And I was like, God damn, that's great. <laughs> and Sheeta still has yeah. 49 wins. Thought that was awesome. Deep, man. So good. So good. Yeah, I know that we have Britt Baker still still as our heel champion, and it seemed like that was a heel turn from Serena Deeb, so she's probably going to go down that route. But Serena Deeb, your next women's champion, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't either. So, uh, we talked about the main event. Again, Hangman! Look at that, huh? If you're watching YouTube, you see it right there. Hangman, guns up, motherfuckers. Now let's talk about Rampage real quick before, again, we get back into the... We're going to be depressed, so let's not do that yet. It's fucking WWE. God. Give us some tweet tables about this great product. It's so much fun. Anyhow, um, Rampage was tonight. Yeah. CM Punk versus yeah. Daniel Garcia. Man, Daniel Garcia is fucking great. Oh, Red Death. I love the nickname. I love the... The old school Taz like uh, towel around mm-hmm. or Samoa Joe like towel mm-hmm. around the neck as he walks uh, out there. Working a body part to perfection, man. That stuff is. Oh. And credit to CM Punk for the dig he put on 2.0, where yeah. pre match they did the uh, uh, like, what interview. Would you do? What would 23 year old <laughs> Punk do? Yeah. Like, well, I wouldn't be hanging out with Nasty Boy's little brothers. Oh, it's so <laughs> fucking good. I laughed like, out loud on that one. That was great. That was a great line. Great line from CM Punk. CM Punk gets the victory. As you mentioned, though, Daniel Garcia did get a lot of offense in, which was great to see. Here's, though, where CM Punk has alluded to this a couple different times. And I think we need to start something because Darby Allen was great, right? That's a good, you know, past and current version of, of the character that is this person, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine. Powerhouse Hobbs. That makes sense because Taz is like, don't you fucking call out anyone, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. And then, Hey, Daniel Garcia tried to, you know, piss on the parade here for CM Punk. So that makes sense that CM Punk would fight him. But we're kind of just doing these like, hey, it's a one-off match. Hey, it's a one-off oh, yeah, match. Yeah, promos are getting the same. Yeah, we need a story. So next week, uh, it was it was announced Leo Rush got Matt Seidel a match against DM Punk. Now these two have history, right? Uh, back in 2010, they're wrestling each other all across the world, and I think once for a championship. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Someone needs to attack Punk, or something needs to happen here, right? Like, yeah, I need a storyline for Punk. I need I a know story. They tried to do that with you know Hobbs, and that, but then they did the same thing with Garcia, right? Somebody attacks you, so but it's I, just a one-off match, right? Like, I don't right. think we're gonna get a rematch with Daniel Garcia or Hobbs no. versus CM Punk. No, I agree with you, and um, yeah, a little more storyline now with the Punk. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm wanting some some yeah, meat on the bone, as they say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. And then after that, we got an AEW tag team uh, championship match: the Lucha Bros versus the Acclaimed. The Acclaimed. I I sent you a message on this. The Acclaimed just cuts down Philly, yeah, and even makes so a reference good. to Arn Anderson that just so made good. everyone pop. Mm-hmm. That November third, they're coming here to to Kansas City. And I kind of want Max Caster just to run down my city because I think it's going to be great. Oh, like, he's, he's so good. I was say something about Mahomes. Yeah, something. Especially if they lose recently. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. it's He is so good. And this match was fine. I felt like it was a bit of a squash match. Lucha Bros kind of dominant throughout. Yeah. So they're going to be your tag champs. Uh, so that brings me to the question I have for you. 
who who's going to step up? Because that was the number one contenders in the acclaim. So who's it going to be? Is yeah, it- I don't know. I was really like I I am ready for a Santana and Ortiz run, but I, I don't know that we're you know what I mean. I don't know that we're getting there anytime soon. The way it seems, I don't know. I just yeah. I well, so we don't. Yeah, so I'm not fact checking here, so I don't know the date of the full gear pay per view. It's November something, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming maybe we're just stalling out a couple weeks because maybe we have a four week story and we're six weeks away, something like that, right? So Lucha Bros beat up the acclaimed, but yeah, Santana and Ortiz Lucha Bros Collision Course. That's what I'm ready for. I want to see. Ju- that seems like fun, and I feel like that could be a story we could tell, right? Like I think they have history and other promotions and things like that. So let's let's unfold this, right? Let's cut the onion here and talk about it. I'm trying to pull up tag teams and see who we got. It's not going to be 2.0. Won't be the acclaimed Bear Country. Those are all heels. That's yep. the thing. Like, who's yeah, the baby face? There's best friends, but they're not really. I mean, you could always fill in with Wheeler Yuta, I guess. For mm-hmm. you know, But I, then I don't feel like it's going to be a tag team winning, you know, title winning. Butch and the Blader heels. Chaos Project is heels. Um, uh, dark order. Eh. Um, and I, and I understand that Lucha bros are baby faces, right? But like you need something. I don't think a, yeah. just a normal heel. None of those teams scream. I, mean, like, I wouldn't hate a next. butcher and a blade, you know, little run with Matt Hardy run around if it was to get it on somebody else. You know what I mean? Like if they wanted to like transition to, you know, between two faces or something, butcher and the blade could have a decent run. They, yeah, um, definitely. They could be a good transition yep. team. Uh, I think we never had I think a two-time if I remember, champions yet, have we? No, no, no. we haven't. No. no. Uh, think though that we do have Andrade versus Mystery Team taking on the Death Triangle next week. You know who has not been tag team champions yet, but could have a decent run. Hmm. Jurassic Express. No, oh, that would be so great. Jurassic Express. Yeah, because they lost to Lucha Bros to. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the tournament, so here we go. We could do that. Men of the year, I could definitely see men of the year. They mm-hmm. come in, they have all the tough guys work over. Yeah, the uh, Lucha Bros. Yeah, yep, men of the year. So I could see that. There's Moxley and Kingston. There's Nightmare Family folks. There's the Pinnacle. You know, you have like any. You know, yeah, um, any you can have Wardlow or something like that. Um, there's the uh, the Pinkies Up guys. Uh, the um, God, why am I blanking? The Wingmen. Yeah, the Wingmen. Oh yeah, but it, uh, here's Private here's party? a question. Nah, fuck them. Uh, they're done. Uh, they got to move That's away it. from that party before. Well, but here's what I just mentioned. Next week, I believe it's on the Saturday Night Dynamite. It's going to be, I believe, the Death Triangle of Pac and the Lucha Bros versus Andrade and two mystery opponents. Who are the mystery opponents? Is it going to be a new signee or is it going to be... Santana and Ortiz, and they've turned their back on Lucha Bros. Like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. That'll be interesting. Yeah, could we have a new? See, I think it's going to be someone new, and I think it's going to be underwhelming. No offense, because oh. I think it's going to be someone from like, the two hundred five live. Oh, no, I think it's going to be Grand Metalik or, oh, or who who got released. Who was? Yeah, um, yeah you're right. Um, um, Lince Dorado. And, and then who's the other one? Who is the like leading the group? The Lucha, Lucha, and he had a uh, he had a um, a feud with Braun Strowman, um, and he was like, "I do Lucha things." When he got drafted, uh, you know, I know who you're talking wore, about. He wore a fedora Dana one week. Brooke. Kevin Owens was like, <laughs> "Exactly." Who the fuck? Lindsay Dorado, uh, Grand Metal League, and 
that guy. I'm going <laughs> to uh, fact check, aren't you? Uh, I'm going to fact time. check. Kalisto. Kalisto. <laughs> that's who. Oh, so, yeah, it could be just, those two dudes. Yeah. Right. And that's going to be under. Or it could just be me. somebody from AAA and they'll be like, oh, my God, this is blah, blah. Like, they have such a history. And we'll be like, all right. Cool. It's going to be fun. Right? Yeah. They're going to do the flips and shits. That's going to be fun. But it's also going to be let's hold hands and uh, casually walk to a corner and I'm going to do an arm drag. Anyhow, that's anyhow. anyhow. Uh, and then Rampage ended with a blow off, I guess, with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks gets the victory because Hook and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs comes out, distracts and kind of uh, puts their influence into the match. Where do we go from here? Ricky Starks is still your FTW champion. Brian Cage looks like I a dummy. I love Ricky Starks, man, but I feel like they're not helping in this. I just, this is getting <laughs> yeah, old. I, well, I feel like Ricky Starks is similar to Britt Baker where it's like, yeah, they're great heels and their heel work can still do great things, but we want to cheer them. Like, mm-hmm. stop it! I want to. Yeah, want to. I want to hug him. Yeah, I want. <laughs> I want to be in on the joke when he's making fun of somebody, and I want yeah. you to book it that way, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. And Brian Cage, uh, you know, I think I I, I texted you a, a short list of people who I think is going to leave sooner rather than later, and I think he is number one, especially with what NXT 2.0 is looking for. That action figure is. Well, they'll call him the that. machine and dress him up like the Terminator and do the oh, Ryback right character they wanted to do. Yeah, he does that already. And That's him it. and yeah, That's what, he'll him. be what they wanted with Ryback. Yeah, and he can do the flips and shit with any of the guys on the roster where Ryback had two left feet. So yeah, I just think I hope not. I hope I'm wrong because I liked him. Uh, I've liked him so far in AW, but I I think he is on the way to Dude, WWE. I can't help but like think back about everything that ever was the Ryback character in <laughs> WWE. None of it was good. <laughs> well, the Feed Me More was a fun chant, but the thing was is you booked him as a powerhouse kind of guy, and he couldn't keep anyone up or get anyone up. He struggled so much with just like normal humans in the WWE world, and I was like, then you're not that strong. You're all show and no go. You know what I mean? And it so just never yeah. worked out for the poor Ryback, man. I mean, it did for a minute, right? He had his moment in the sun. He had a match with John Cena. He Came out of an ambulance ma- in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. But he had a title match with uh, CM Punk, which led to the debut of the Shield. All right. So he had some, some things there. But, yeah, Ugh, he could not do anything. My favorite thing about Ryback is how, how he always asks about um, – should he come back? And everyone always says, no, just retire. Where should I go? Retire. Yeah, that was it. He like, he, he put out a poll. They said, retire. He was like, oh, fuck that. And then, so he like took out all the trolls. He said on his account, right? And redid it. Got rid of all the trolls. Please retire. Please retire. <laughs> Get it, pal. Get it, pal. Yeah. Didn't he do it a third time? And it's still fucking like, I remember like, that was a fun running fucking news story. He did mm-hmm. it like three times. And it was like over, and it was like the same percentage every time. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to tell you something, pal. Um, so, so yeah, now that was our AEW talk. Now let's get depressed. Let's get back into hashtag tweet. The hashtag table. tweet the table. You tell us what to talk about. Go to hashtag tweet the table, or go to Twitter. Use hashtag tweet the table, and we'll read them right here. Like at AUC Cat. I said, why the fuck 
Are they giving Braun Breaker so many Steiner references, yet refuse to call him Rex Steiner? Hashtag NXT, hashtag Tweet the Table. I don't know, man. I, look, I don't know what they think. So word is, you know, they're doing this to get the young demo, right? And the the highest rated demo, was, or the median age of their Six, viewers, 62. 62. Again, guys, Vince McMahon. Bruce Pritchard, if you guys are 60, 70 years old, you do not, end of, like, end of discussion, do not know what's hip and cool. You can't do it, right? Like, just, just accept that fact. You can't do it. You don't know what's hip and cool. You have to have people on your team telling you what's hip and cool, and you have to trust their judgment. It's not going to work. Like, it's just not going to work. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know. Like, really, really, dude, you're trying to pull in a demo of people that we just talked to. We're like, what the fuck? 18 to 40. Like, what the fuck? There's no. They're both older than all of that fucking wide range of people. You don't know. Just put it down, man. This ain't it. Well, and here's the thing that's also just, if you think about it, doesn't make sense in his classic WWE. We're trying to bring in a younger demographic, right? So let's remind the audience of a tag team from 30 years ago with Rex, Rex Steiner, which let's just call him that, right? I'm not calling him Braun Breaker. But like all you're doing is like, wow, isn't that cool? That reminds me of the Steiner brothers, which was in 1990. So, but even to that, like, I, I'm here for like. Dude looks like he's gonna I'm be good. Here. He's gonna be fucking good. Look, but, but here's uh, here's my point though. I'm for it. Yeah. You're for it. Yeah. We're not in our twenties. You're right. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Yeah. You're you're playing on the the thirty year olds yeah. love it. The, right. Even you know, if you didn't know, right? So even so, here. So to Kata's to answer your question, Kata, maybe they're like, well, listen, we don't want to bring up the idea of the Steiners. That's old. So we want new people to just take him for what he is. And maybe he even says that, right? Maybe he's like, I don't want to live off of him. Maybe we don't know, right? Right, um, yeah, who knows? Then that's your answer, right? And and I agree. Like, this guy is going to put the name Broad Breaker fucking isn't it. Like, it could have just been Steve Jones for all we fucking gave a shit at that mm-hmm. point. I think he's going to be good, right? Like, I think he's he's got it. Like, he gets it, right? Like, he already understands the art of the promo to to a large extent. Like, he understands the intensity, right? Like, or at least, like, he's in the teachable mode of promo, right? Like, yeah. he may need mm-hmm. to know, like, the emotional parts of it, but, like, he's not fumbling his fucking words. He's, yeah. you can hear him, right? Like, he's direct. Yeah. He's to the point. Yay. I, I see a lot of stars for this kid, but, like, yeah, this idea of, like, whatever you guys are booking NXT to be, your whole redesign, I get you. You needed a redesign. Maybe it had been years. It was dark, right? Yeah. Lighten mm-hmm. it up, but... Man, I don't know. I don't know where their head's at. And I tell you, it's 70-year-old guys. That's what it is. I wouldn't trust myself to write one that I'm trying to bring in a young demo for. And I'm half their age. Right. I agree. Uh, and also, if if the direction is, hey, this is just going to be developmental, and I know there's money involved and all of that, then just take it off the USA Network. Mm-hmm. Because, again, perception is, I see Raw on USA, and I see NXT on USA. Yes, it says next and all of that bullshit, but, like, it's the same channel, so I think they're comparable, but if you're saying, nope, that's not it, 
that is not what we're doing here. Well, then take it off the channel. Go back to the network or Peacock in this uh, in this day and age. So, like, that's my thing is if you're going to do it, fine, cool. Stop trying to act like you're in the big leagues because this product isn't Oh, that but they anymore. have to now because USA, they need that fucking – you took SmackDown away. They needed that fucking wrestling yeah, content. Yeah, I know, so. but – you know what I'm saying from now. a view, right? But from a viewer's perspective, if it's gonna yeah, be well, developmental, put it in a developmental yeah, well. spot. Put it where NXT UK is. You know, yeah, well. fucking get out of here. Yeah, guess we Where's Walter, by the way? Where's Walter? Oh. Walter Walter's and up. and Rex Steiner. That's a hell of a match, right? Woo! Yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah. All right. At Devil Vam says, did they split Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? Okay, you do you. Hashtag WWE draft. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, did, they? did they? I don't know. I know that Kevin Owens went to Raw. Well, here I got it. All right. And Sami Zayn was the last pick, but I don't remember what brand that was for. Let me see what we've got here. First of all, have they done the same format in two consecutive drafts ever? Of how they draft? Like, I... Right? But, like... It used to be Raw was three hours, so Raw gets three people, and SmackDown gets two, and now that's not a thing. And it used to be, you know what I mean? We had a GM making picks live on there. That's not a fucking thing. Like, yeah. it's, it's just so weird. Then we had executives from the fucking Yeah, Fox and USA. All right. Round one on Friday had Big E. To re- so here's the thing. Like, I, it's also like, so you can draft, but you can draft somebody to, like, stay on your brand, or you can draft somebody from the other brand. But then what does that say about the other people who were on your brand that you didn't draft? It's like, well, fuck me, right? You didn't care if I got drafted, right? So, like, it's just interesting that, like, you know, they they draft Big E and, like, and Roman Reigns, but then, like, why aren't all the champions going, like, immediately first? Like, in that everybody's, like, in succession picks to make sure they keep the champions on their brand? Like, it just doesn't follow right. a logical yeah. flow, right? But Well, and then also... Again, this is, I don't want to get angry, but we are. Here we go. Is you have pools of people, right? So where that's where you don't draft all the champions because the champions might not be all available in your first night of the pool. Right. But the thing to us is we don't know who's in that fucking pool. pool. So we're going to be like, why wouldn't you draft Becky Lynch? Tell me that she's not in this draft, right? Or tell me she's not in this pool. Then on top of that, we're just so loosey goosey with the fucking draft picks. So Baron Corbin and that other fucking mindless fuck are together, but the new day Mad isn't. Cap Moss. I'm not fucking saying that. But the new day isn't a unit. We're gonna draft Again. Big E, but then the That's another thing. So okay, guys. For once, we don't necessarily like we don't necessarily think this team's all that hot anymore in 2021. But for once, in the new day, you have a faction that you've been able to run for so many years that still have a large, huge fan base that wants them to stick together, wants them to be a thing, loves all their merch, and you keep trying to fucking split it apart. You're like, no, 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 no. You over here, you over here. Like, you keep trying. I know we really want to make Big E a thing. But, guys, if it ain't taking off, it ain't fucking taking off. Right? It may well, need some more cooking. 
But well, like, that's, that's not even my biggest gripe is that you flirted with the idea of New Day and the Hurt Business, and that got yep. us a little bit intrigued. And then you immediately said, like you said, nope, 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 take them, take them back. Thing. It's like take- you want to be hip and cool and you want to cater to a younger crowd, then just listen to the fucking crowd. <laughs> Nobody wants the New Day split up if they're like, unless it's going to lead to a fucking story where they split up. You know what I mean? Like, if the if they're not going to go into feuding with each other as a split up, then just keep them together for fuck's sake. Like, I don't, you know? Yeah. I, I think what you could do to improve this draft season is scrap the whole draft thing. Because, again, it makes no fucking sense about champions, yeah. but then one pool and the second pool and all that. Do, do this. If you want to be sports-like... Make a trade deadline and SmackDown has four trades and Raw has five trades because it's three hours, right? And then they can say, we have traded Becky Lynch for Bailey. Yes. And now it's like, well, we don't have to worry about where Sasha Banks is and all this other people. Yeah, don't make it a draft. Just make it yeah, a trade. these two. Trade a day. trade deadline. Right. Just a trade deadline. And then there you go. You get things. Because another thing that oh, makes here's no- the thing. It's great if you have a trade deadline because, like you're saying, throughout the year we can randomly do one or two. But then when it's like the day of the trade deadline, we got to get you know them in. I mean, that last week we got to get them in, so we have like massive trades. It's trade. Right. That's day. how. Right. Yeah. That's how the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA. That's how they all work. So do that. Because then the other thing that makes no fucking sense with these goddamn knuckle dragon idiots is that. If you don't get drafted, then you're a free agent. So why would you even fucking want to be drafted? Because you could pick the show you want to go to. Fucking Christ. You would be yeah. mad. I would be like, no, don't draft yeah. me. Fuck you. I want to go to they SmackDown. They did, uh, to Devil Vamp's question, they did split Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. But it doesn't matter. Both of those guys are gone as soon as their contracts are up, right? Nah, you know, I don't think Sami Zayn. And here's the reason why I think, and I don't know his ability never, for his philanthropy and stuff. Well, no, uh, yes, I mean I, that that's something I think he's interested in, and maybe I'm misreading all of his tweets and social media posts and stuff like that. It seems to me that he has one foot out the door on pro wrestling. I think mm. he's ready to say Syria for or Sammy for Syria and those things. I think he's looking to do that stuff. And even though AEW might be fun for him, I don't know if he's like, I got to come up with my own promos and do my own storylines. Like he's on autopilot right now. So I think, I think again, I think he's at the end of his career more than a rejuvenation of AEW stuff. Now, Kevin Owens, I do think is like, you know, it's going to be fun reuniting Mount Rushmore saying shit. Every third word, you know, wrestling, uh, Kenny Omega, that stuff. I think that entertains him. But Sami Zayn, I feel like he's ready to, I don't know, take shrooms in Portland or something. When's he doing that? All right. I let's... know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what, what our flights cheap? At AUC Canada says, imagine getting pregnant, having the baby inside you for nine months, Ugh. birthing the baby. Nope. Feeding the baby, uh-huh. raising them until they're a young adult, and then listening to them chant what in the year 2021 towards Mandy Rose of all people. Yikes. How disappointing. Hashtag NXT. Hashtag tweet the table. 
That is the tweet of the week. That is, yeah, that is a that is a chef's kiss tweet of the week right there. Great job, yeah. Kevin. That is high level. So stuff. disappointing. But well, I because, totally agree. So okay. So I guess it does make sense if the crowd's sixty two years old that they would be maybe stuck in the one chance. But like the crowd seems younger for whatever yeah. reason. I don't know if they're pulling people in and you know they're getting kids or whatever. Oh yeah. But oh, like yeah. these kids were. Born after the what chance, weren't they? Like, uh, Jesus. I would, you would think so. Yeah. Because it started in what, 2001? Uh, yeah, right? Like, I... yeah. 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 The what chant can now drink, I think, if it was a person. So, like, let's fucking cut it out. Um, yeah. But that's yeah. a great tweet. Good job, Kata. All right. Great well, here's job. another one. All right. At Lady Undertaker says, Good grief. I didn't know it had been four years since I last tweeted to you. Laugh out loud. To answer your question, yes, I still hate Reigns. He's a big dick Johnson. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> a big dick Johnson, man. Oh, no, big dick Johnson. God, what a dick. Um, that's great. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah. I don't know if we can really add much context no, to that. So yeah, that was I just a good to, comment. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know. Make sure you put it in there. Everybody just like knows. a big dick. Back to what? that. <laughs> Kata says, Ricochet to SmackDown? Does that mean he'll actually get TV time? Hashtag raw, hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think he's going to get TV time? He's not going to get TV you know, time. Are you drinking? All right. Oh, man. Ricochet, man. I, so here's another thing. I, uh, he's another guy who I could see being like, listen, I'm out of here. They're not doing anything with me. But then I kind of don't want him showing up on AEW. Oh, I do. God damn it. He's good. I'm telling uh, you, right, hear you're me missing out. the boat. Hear on me him. out. All right. I, I know we keep talking. We need a third. We need a third. And I don't want it to be impact. But let's say for the sake of argument, it was impact, right? Mm-hmm. If you told me Ricochet went over there, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, we left AW the way it was. Ricochet went to Impact. Christian mm-hmm. Cage is the Impact World Heavyweight Champion. So he'll say. Right? Buddy Murphy goes to Impact. Okay. Braun Strowman shows up at Impact. Bray okay. Wyatt shows up at Impact. Kevin mm-hmm. Steen shows up at a- Impact. Sami Zayn shows up at Impact. All of a sudden, that's a great fucking roster. Yeah. That could be doing great shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a stage grand enough for them, so we kind of need that like third stage. I feel like there's so much great talent right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Cause see, I think, I think Ricochet, if he does choose to leave, go back to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Will Osprey mm. is your heavyweight champion. You have great matches already on tape with him. Let's fucking get that you know band back together and do those matches across the world. That is where I think Ricochet would fit in best. Because again, you don't need promos over there, right? Like yeah. Finn Balor did a low level promo, and look at the fucking Bullet Club. So Ricochet, now that he has at least a little bit of mic time, can take something over there and maybe come up with the next big idea. But New Japan for Ricochet. MLW. All right. Uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, 2300 Arena, have him do some hardcore matches with all his flips and shit. Him and uh, uh, Fatu, uh, Junior Fatu, that's a fucking great match. Hammerstone. Hammerstone, I would like that too. Ricochet... Between the ropes is fucking awesome. Oh, man, yeah. I think the boat that they're missing on is Prince Puma was the biggest thing yeah. for Lucha Underground, right? Yep. And the reason why, one, he had a mask, and that's cool, right? But two was he was the superhero. 
And I love Rey Mysterio. I have a shirt of Rey Mysterio. He's the greatest luchador of all time. He's also 110. Let's give the superhero role out of Rey Mysterio's hands and hand it to Ricochet. And that is your Intercontinental Champion. And that's champion. even a great name for that. Ricochet. I, you know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. I think he's great. In NXT, he was so much fun. And I just obviously, think he's another one who I feel like his promo sounds a lot like the Sasha Banks, right? Where he's not necessarily, he doesn't sound exactly the same, but like everything he says sounds like he really tried very hard to remember what he was supposed to say. Mm-hmm. But here again, if you're a superhero, you don't need to talk. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly right. You just, that's when you give him the Super Cena speech. Right uh-huh. now, Cena has and, amazing promos. Don't give me that. Right, like, yeah, but I'm saying right. His entrance, his entrance alone can get him over. Where he runs, you give him the trampoline. He jumps over the fucking ropes. Then he kicks the legs off the the oh, ropes. And as soon as and he gets that ricochet, you get the ricochet or that trampoline. You get the ricochet sound. Yep, exactly. And you fucking money. obviously see SmackDown. They're adding more and more CGI. So fucking do that. Because again, uh, Superman, Batman, Spider Man. You know what? all three of them couldn't fucking do cut a promo. So you don't fucking need it. Right. Like none of those three guys ever got in front of a big crowd and made it inspired. So like do that with Ricochet. If you're going to be Marvel, he's your guy, Mm. not Ray. Again, I love Ray. You got to move him over. Move him to the side. He's old as Vince McMahon is. All right. And Katie first lady talking about the Usos and Heyman says kind of wish they'd milk this more throughout the night just to put Heyman through a little bit of hell, but whatever. Hashtag tweet the table. And, man, I don't know. I, I feel like they're spinning their wheels a little bit now with this, the Roman Reigns, the the Brock Lesnar, the the Heyman. It's it's that same kind of like, look, they're, it's the, Paul, you know anything about this for about the sixth week in a row now? I, yeah. We need to see something, right? Bring back uh, GTV and have a little spy cam where you see Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar talking to each other. Cause then it's more than just speculation and Paul Heyman pisses himself when Roman gets mad. And then that's you the second kind of one at this point. I want, I, I wouldn't even mind if like, we do find out that like, yeah, Heyman's been trying to mastermind it the whole time and is, is on team Lesnar and fucks over the Romans. And then like, you know what I mean? Like then we just have Roman all pissed off trying to get back, but it's almost a face turn for Lesnar and Heyman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd love it. So here's the fun thing. Let's let's have you fantasy book something really mm. quick here. So Paul Heyman turns on the bloodline. Mm-hmm. He realigns with Brock Lesnar. Well, now Brock Lesnar is one against three. So you got to put two guys with Brock Lesnar. Who the mm. fuck do you put with Brock Lesnar? Do they even have any other tag teams? I <laughs> mean, but again, we could just have fun here, right? You can... You can grab Boog, right, and his fucking guitar just because Brock Lesnar likes guys who play guitar. <laughs> Look at the SmackDown draft results. See what's going on over there real quick. Oh, you got the Viking Raiders. Just got drafted over the SmackDown. I don't like them. Well, um, you get them out of the fucking face paint stuff, and yeah. Brock Lesnar already is a Minnesota Viking. That would be fun. Actually, there you go. I think that's that's your call. That's the one right there, isn't it? Yeah, put them put them yeah. in like uh, jeans instead of that fucking Viking stuff, and walk them out yeah, with get them Brock Lesnar. The lumberjacks, uh, yeah, panel with him and shit. Oh my goodness, yeah. Oh, they would fuck everyone up. That's a fun. That's a fun. Just match. make them lumberjacks. Let's just fucking do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> the yeah, some axes and shit. Why not? Hey, you did the fucking bushwhackers, Basham Brothers thing that you did with the. Uh, oh yeah. 
the fuck yeah. did they do with um uh red beard and fucking uh brody oh oh yeah uh <laughs> i'm bludgeon brody brothers. no it was yeah, the bludgeon yeah. brothers remember it was uh, oh harper you're thinking of you know, Harper and Rowan, yeah. yeah. So, so again, yeah, you can yeah. make them Vikings. No, not, not the Highlanders, right? The Highlanders. I'm Robbie. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm Robbie. I'm Robbie. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's a fucking name. idiot. Um, but yeah, you make them believable. Just call them the fucking Vikings, or you know, whatever. You can't probably because the Minnesota Vikings. But yeah, those three guys versus the Bloodline. Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, for a week. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, at AUC, oh, oh, missed it. Here we go. At AUC, Kata says, so why is Austin Theory here if the draft goes into effect in two weeks' time? Um, yeah. Because, Kata, nothing makes sense. This guy, this guy wants to know about the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Are you wanting logical storytelling from Vince McMahon? Now, that said, I mean, this will work for Austin Theory, right? To be this, like, oh, you know, it's so oh, much get a fun. picture and then beats the shit out of you and then he fucking yeah. snaps the picture. Yeah. And have him do, like, a Legends tour with it. Did you that see Tyler Breeze tweeted that out and was like, oh. <laughs> like, okay, well, you didn't fucking do it, right? Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and yeah, Tyler Breeze was a little bit different of an angle yes, with uh, right. He I'm, was selfish, wanting to look at himself, not you right. know, fuck and, you up about it. But you could do a Legends tour with Austin Theory doing this to, you know, the Rey Mysterios of right. the world, the, you know, other people. If he laid out both Mysterios and, like, laid in between them to take a selfie, that'd Even be Even do a celebrity or two that's down to, to play, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Shelton yep. Benjamin, he could do it to him. Yep. Uh, you know, he could do it to a couple guys where he'd get over with it. I like it. Yeah. And I like Austin Theory. He was really nice to me in Cleveland, or excuse me, in uh, Detroit and Chicago. Yeah. Really nice Did you get guy. a selfie with him? wish i did Ooh, see what it was. you could tell he was a star by the way if you go back to that episode after my bachelor party yeah, you said i think i said it on the he walked into a room and this had matt riddle and all these other guys in it and everyone was just like well there's the money mm. he's the fucking man i tell all you right. what here we go uh, at lady undertaker says hopefully when alexa bliss comes back she won't be playing with haunted dolls this female fiend needs to go hashtag tweet the table yeah, please. We need the writers for the women's division to fucking go. Yeah. Alexa Again, Bliss is a WWE lifer too, right? She's never leaving there. I wouldn't think so. Unless some type of, you know, Something personal wrong, attack yeah. on Ryan Cabrera, who is yeah. her husband now or something. Something but like, like that. I mean, that was her thing growing up, right? Like, she's a – I just see – I don't see – like, like I'd never think – Women's division is one I wouldn't mind if we got a few defectors over to AEW still, right? Like I think Who would you pick? Pick three. Um, let's see. Who's on the WWE women's You got the four horse right women. So Alexa Bliss would not be bad, right? Um let me pull up just so I can get the poll. That way I'm I don't pick the wrong three, right? All right. Dana Brooke. Yeah, absolutely Dana Brooke. <laughs> um Nia Jax. You taking Nia Jax? I know so who I'm I might do like I, I wouldn't mind a Nikki Cross going over there as the superhero. Not as the superhero. All right, no, but... never as the superhero. Okay. Well, I don't. You know, um, <clears throat> I'll tell you my three. Oscar wouldn't be me? a bad switch up over there. Nah, I get it. But she'd be the here. same character. So it wouldn't yeah. Be much. Ooh, Bailey. But Bailey's a lifer too. Yeah, she's Let's not going. Her, but and I don't Ooh, think she, what would she do. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, she's good. 
her and Britt Baker, because I think they've already mm -hmm. had matches. They could do some good yep. stuff. You know, my number one draft pick would be huh. if I could, if I was AEW and I could take any girl from uh, or woman from the yeah. uh, WWE roster. Yep. Taking Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Yep. See, I hadn't got down to that list. Io Shirai, fitting over there. They yeah. love Japanese women. Oh yeah, there. of course, yes, but no, because because that should blend thing. in. I think as part of the issue, right, right, because. That's the thing that I think they're trying to do with Jamie Hayter. You know, Britt Baker's muscle is make her this badass. But yeah. with Shayna Baszler, proof is in the pudding. Mm -hmm. She'll fucking do it as a work or a shoot. So, yeah, I'm taking her over there. She's great. Yep. Naomi's a lifer, too, just by proximity. No, well, yeah, but if take her, she, uh, the athlete that she is, man, she could have some awesome matches. Yeah, mm -hmm. Naomi, Shayna Baszler, and... She was already a free agent, but I'm taking Lana too. Those are my three. Yeah, I'm just looking through the rest. Ooh, Shotzi. Yeah. Tony oh, Storm. Man. Nah, Shotzi over Tony Storm. Tony Storm's good, but I like yeah. Shotzi. Yep. And then but, that's that's all. Yeah, that's the end. No, nah, I went Lana. I yeah, Lana. There you go. Lana. All right. Um, yeah. All right. So what's next here? What do we got going on? Uh, Katie First Lady says, why does Sami Zayn look legitimately like the Burger King? Hashtag SmackDown. <laughs> hashtag tweet the table. He's I a mean, heel. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, so that makes sense. But, I mean, do a – we don't have the graphic now because I'm just throwing it at you right now. But, like, do a, a before and after of Sami's first day in WWE, which was in oh, NXT. Yeah. And then today, that's not even the same what, Working person. in a toxic environmental duty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, that is a night and day difference. That almost yeah. looks like, mm -hmm. that almost looks like, uh, you know, NXT Sami Zayn uh, looks like he's standing next to his crazy uncle. And it's actually him just 10 years later or whatever it's been. Yeah, he looks crazy, and I love it. He looks homeless. Did you see him? And did you see him when he won his match? He was, like, taking the – it looked like uh, maybe the, the um, fucking coat that they wear for the king, and he's, like, doing it and putting it through his legs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I thought it was great. Sami Zayn for fucking something, man. God dang it. For something. All right, final one we got here. At AUC Cata says, where the fuck is Mia Yim? Where the fuck is Dakota Kai? Hashtag raw, hashtag tweet the table. Um, I mean, was he looking for him to be drafted, I guess, maybe? I don't, like, Dakota Kai's been on NXT NG? Like, I mean, maybe not. Well, I think weeks, they got but... drafted. I think they got drafted <clears throat> oh. to the thing. But, again, details don't matter because the draft takes into effect in three weeks. Austin Theory's here today. Well, and, like, Look, Mia Yim, they, I, I haven't seen that they know how to do anything with her either. Like, I don't... Yeah, she was in Retribution. Like, what the fuck do they know what to do with her? That That's what they thought. When they saw yep. her doing her, like, East L.A. gangster gimmick, they Here's said, the you know what would be great? Put her in a I, fucking helmet. I skipped over her on our list right now just because I was like, eh, she never... Like, I, you know, I don't know that I've ever actually really seen much of a Mia Like, I know she was in the Impact for a while, right? But I didn't... Mm-hmm. The Dollhouse yeah. with a uh, friend of the show, uh, Marty Bell. Yep. Yeah. That was something. Yeah. That was um, something. But, but again, yeah, I, they don't. They, they're they never, never. Just, I mean, hear me out. Neither of them are going to be a huge thing in WWE. No one is going to be a huge thing in WWE. Again, the days of Super Cena, uh, Austin stuns the whole roster, Hulk Hogan must pose. That shit's done. That shit is done. Everyone gets 
a B push. For as much as we say Roman is the guy, Roman's the face of the company, in a heartbeat, they will position Seth Rollins or Big E or Drew McIntyre right in that spot because they're damn near neck and neck in every single thing that they do because no one fucking matters. It's just like the UFC. Well, here's the it's thing. the brand. Yeah. As soon as Roman Reigns ends this, you know, 400-day-plus title, however long it goes, Boop. he will be getting ju- – he'll lose to Seth Rollins. He will lose the fucking – you know, whoever's mm-hmm. on the brand at the time, right? Like, just in rapid succession to the point where, like, he'll be challenging for a, the mid-card title in right. less than a year's time. And if you don't believe us, do not forget that he lost in a tournament match that wasn't even on a pay-per-view to Finn Balor when they were going to announce their first universal champion. Like they like Roman and he is the top guy air quotes, but like, it's not established that he's head and shoulders above everyone else. Cause again, the second, I wouldn't call this the Roman reigns era, right? Nope. Nope. I would, I would call this era, uh, just some wrestlers. This is the just some era, wrestlers. That's how I feel. I call yeah. it circus era. They just literally roll into town, do the same act, move just on some to matches. the next town. Yep, just some matches. Just roll the folks go. in and out. Matches, matches, matches. Loose, loose, basic storylines. Yeah. Um. What else, man? You got anything? Well, I'm else? excited for GCW tomorrow night, as I yes. mentioned at the top of the show. I'm excited for... Um, this coming week's uh, AEW Dynamite. Again, it's going to be on a Saturday. We don't fact check here, so I think next week is going to be a uh, Rampage Friday, Dynamite Saturday. So no kinda... Dynamite Wednesday? No Dynamite Wednesday. I think they're bumped for the playoffs. Yeah, we might have to and do so... this show again late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, do it again. Out. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, because what the fuck else are we going to talk about? Just be depressed about WWE? How Shayna Baszler got squashed NXT. by... Yeah, yeah, how how Shayna Baszler got uh, squashed by Charlotte after that three week push, fuck out of here, fuck out of here. Uh, maybe we talk about GCW. How about that? Maybe we do a little deep dive on the pay per view to make us happy. I don't know. I'm happy, Tim, and you know why I'm happy? I'll tell you why I'm happy. I'm happy because we finally got. All right, I'm just gonna leave it that we're gonna we're gonna fade out here to the uh, to the music, man. This will be great. I love it. The Spanish announce table.